Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130. To Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991. To Boston, Bloomberg 1200. To San Francisco, Bloomberg 960. To the country, Sirius XM Channel 119. And around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and Bloomberg.com. This is Taking Stock. Coming up on Taking Stock, we'll take stock of using video and motion sensor technology in the food manufacturing as well as the healthcare and the quick service restaurant industries, all designed to improve efficiency. We're going to be speaking with Adam Aronson. He's the CEO of Aerosite PIM. He was a currency trader back in the day at the old CS First Boston. What an interesting journey to where he is now with his company. Uh, I'm really excited about this one. I'm really excited about the guy in the newsroom now. That's Charlie Pellet. He's got a Bloomberg Business Flash. And uh, thank you, Kathleen. Thank you, Pim. We've got the Dow and S&P lower. NASDAQ is higher. Stocks fluctuating as investors look past increased stimulus by the Bank of England to tomorrow morning's jobs report for News about the strength of the economy as well as the Fed's next move. Bank of England Governor, big news there. Mark Carney unveiling an exceptional package of stimulus, including the bank's first interest rate cut in seven years. As policymakers slash growth forecasts by the most ever after Britain's decision to leave the European Union. And at the news conference this morning, Carney took questions about a number of topics, including the economy post-Brexit. Well, look, this is the, this is the appropriate response uh, to the economic conditions in which we find ourselves. This is, this is a response which will make this process of negotiation, transition, ultimately Brexit, it, it, it's, it's going to support it. It's going to make it more likely to be a success, not just in the longer term, but in the nearer term. It's going to help with adjustment. SeaWorld Entertainment shares, they are tumbling almost 14% after the company reported lower theme park attendance in Orlando. It also cut its earnings outlook for the year. Target has resumed selling Amazon's tablets and e-readers on its website, plans to bring them back to its stores, marking a detente between one of the world's largest brick-and-mortar retailers and its chief online retailer. Target shares are down two-tenths of one percent. S&P 500 index down a point now, dropping 0.1 percent. Dow Industrials down 22, a drop there of 0.1 percent. We've got gold up 310 the ounce to 13.63, a gain of two-tenths of one percent. 232 on Wall Street. Now let's take a look at the other stories making news. Thank you, Charlie. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Ramey in Asensio. After a bumpy road, Donald Trump's campaign is trying to get back on message. Bloomberg's Michael Barr explains. Trump's campaign chairman is playing down a rift between the Republican nominee and House Speaker Paul Ryan. Paul Manafort acknowledged there is a conflict within the Trump campaign. Trump's running mate, Mike Pence, endorsed Ryan a day after Trump declined to do so. Manafort talked about Trump and Ryan on ABC's Good Morning America. Of course he's going to work with Paul Ryan. Of course he's tried to bridge the party together with Paul Ryan. Manafort says the campaign has had a rule of not getting involved in primaries. Michael Barr, Bloomberg Radio. President Obama is assessing what's working and what is not in the fight against Islamic State. This as the U.S. military ramps up its engagement in Libya. After meeting with military and national security advisors at the Pentagon, Mr. Obama plans to take questions during a news conference. That's scheduled for 4.15 p.m. Wall Street time, and you can hear that right here on Bloomberg Radio. Police in London say the woman killed in a knife attack was American. Metropolitan Police Assistant Commissioner Mark Rowley says a 19-year-old Norwegian of Somali origin has been arrested. I emphasize that so far we have found no evidence of radicalization that would suggest that the man in our custody is in any way motivated by terrorism. Five other people were wounded in that attack.
And the grandson of late mob boss John Gotti was arrested today on drug charges in Queens. The 22-year-old was arrested at his grandfather's old Howard Beach home, where he lives with his father, Peter Gotti. More than 500 oxycodone pills and $50,000 in cash were seized from the home. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Ramey Innocencio. This is Bloomberg. Charlie. And we thank you. And again, recapping a little change for stocks with the S&P 500 index down a point now to 2162. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Now on Bloomberg Radio, we take stock of small business. Small businesses want more streamlining and less red tape. Small businesses prefer a yes, and they can even accept a no, but maybes kill them. There's so many people that have ideas, and it has to be more than that. It has to be making it real. Bloomberg Taking Stock, small business in focus on Bloomberg Radio. Super bugs. Food recalls, patient safety. What are some of the ways that technology is being employed to deal with these issues that affect all people and all circumstance? Well, that's why we have Adam Aronson. He is the chief executive of ArrowSight. They're based in Mount Kisco, New York. He joins us in the studio for more information. Adam, thank you very much for being with us. Thank you for having me. Tell us a little bit about ArrowSight in the context, as I described, of superbugs and patient safety and the technology that you're using to try to improve outcomes and also make sure that the food that we eat doesn't make us ill. Uh, great. Well, let me uh, just give you a, a very kind of uh, poignant example in the operating rooms. Uh, so we have uh, partnered with uh, a terrific company called Northwell Health Systems, a big chain of uh, hospitals here in the New York area, and they're uh, outsourced anesthesia provider, North American Partners in Anesthesia. And over the last few years, we installed cameras in all of the operating rooms in several hospitals, and uh, basically we're monitoring each and every one of those rooms once every two minutes for a confluence of risk management, patient safety uh, measures, as well as efficiency measures. So basically we are collecting information, providing real-time feedback to mobile devices and plasma boards, uh, telling basically staff and managers how they're performing for safety and efficiencies. And these results were recently uh, published in the British Medical Journal, uh, which were just incredible. So uh, Northwell was able to achieve 90 to 100% compliance on key safety measures that are around uh, preventing wrong site surgeries, retained foreign bodies, surgical site infections, and at the same time, they improved their efficiencies, the time between cases, by 15 to 20 percent. So it's been a terrific uh, kind of big step forward in healthcare uh, using this technology. How did you go from trading currencies at CS First Boston to becoming a tech entrepreneur? I know with this particular, you may have, maybe did some businesses in between, but I know for this one, this had a lot to do with a, a hospital-acquired infection. Both your mother and your sister acquired apparently very bad ones. Just just in a nutshell, how did you get from here, from there to here? Okay. Yeah, so, you know, as uh, as I had sort of a career on uh, Wall Street during the 90s, um, it sort of hit me uh, sort of towards the late 90s that, um, you know, virtually no businesses were using video data to improve uh, worker performance the way that sports teams did. And so I said, you know, there's got to be a good business here. And I was kind of looking to get out of uh, the finance world and into more of an operating career. And uh, the first industry we focused on was really the food manufacturing uh, sector, so the meat industry. And I, I 
was home on uh, a holiday um, back in the early 2000s. I showed my father up in Boston, who's a physician, uh, still practicing today. Uh, I showed him some of the work we were doing on reducing uh, pathogens and, and improving things in the food safety uh, arena. And he said, you must bring this to healthcare." So I said, I will try. And uh, we collaborated and absolutely made no progress in the mid-2000s. I mean, we got nowhere. Nobody would even do a pilot, free pilots. And so um, we kind of put it to the side. I continued to do the work in the food industry. Um, and then within a year, both my mother and my sister had hospital-acquired infections. And it was like a uh, thunderbolt moment. And so I said, okay, we're going to get personal about this. And uh, instead of trying to go after kind of big health systems in big cities, uh, we started in uh, 2006 out in a tiny little surgery center in Macon, Georgia. And that was what sort of led the way and opened the doors into uh, Northwell Health, uh, which really pioneered everything that we've done in healthcare since uh, 2008. Financing. Uh, were you able to go, I believe, to a maybe non-traditional source of financing at the very beginning, a family office? Yeah, no, that, that's a, another um, sort of big lesson learned and something I can share with people that ever, you know, decide to get into these types of businesses. If you can uh, come up with your uh, kind of own investment uh, sources, in this case, we uh, not only had a big family office out of Chicago, but we had uh, kind of a great network of individual high net worth investors uh, from the food industry and, and now many from the healthcare industry. And they open a lot of doors and give you incredible insights on uh, on how to kind of pursue opportunities. So where are you now? What's next? Um, you, I imagine you expect to scale this, hope to scale this. Where are you in your tra- trajectory? Yeah, so the food industry is very mature for us. We uh, provide services today to approximately half of all the uh, uh, meat production in the United States uh, from, you know, uh, beef to pork to chicken. Uh, to Turkey, and um, basically we've had a real eye on the healthcare industry as an emerging market, um, basically on the back of the Affordable Care Act uh, penalty systems for reimbursements, and this has all to do with uh, a scoring system which uh, basically combines hospital-acquired infections and patient satisfaction. So if you're ranking in the lowest quartile uh, of hospitals in the country uh, starting now, uh, they're, they're paying 2% penalties on federal reimbursements, which is millions of dollars. So the work that we did in the, uh, in the operating rooms is now being extended hospital-wide uh, to solve for the same exact issues, uh, reducing infections in this case and improving patient flow. Okay, so in a nutshell, you see a very potentially large market here. Very large market. Aerosite. Well, good luck, Adam Aronson. He is the CEO of Aerosite, the founder. We look forward to having you back as this all progresses. This is Taking Stock. This is Bloomberg. Coming up on Taking Stock, if you happen to live in the northern Mariana Islands and you want to buy a gun, you're going to have to pay a tax of $1,000 per gun. Could this end up being the law of the land? That's next.